Welcome to the You Are Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. I want to tell you that uh, today is one of them days where I just felt like I heard the Lord just speak to me. And this is one of the things that he has been dealing with me for the past couple of weeks. It's been running through my heart and mind now. I think it's time for me to talk about it to you and let you know. I want to let you know, first of all, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind, that uh, you're not alone. Even though you might feel alone, you might feel like the bottom of your world has fallen out, that you have no one that you can depend on. But I want to tell you today, you can depend upon God and you can depend upon Danny to pray for you continually, asking God to bless you and change things in your world. I know that... uh, people are struggling because I felt the, the urge of God telling me that I need to talk about this. And today is going to be uh, one of those days. I know when I, the last time that I talked, I was talking about Moses and, and I was doing a series. I'm still going to go back to that. But I want you to know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And, you know, I, I know that the challenge of Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 34, that, you know, that that was something that God put on my heart and mind to share with y'all about trusting God. You know, when God put those things on your heart and mind, that's because he's, he's going to take you through some things. Well, you have to be able to know that he's God, and that's what God was doing with me. He was taking me through some things. He allowed some things in my world to be uh, not to go the way that Danny wanted them to go. You know, in other words, so I just want to let you know that. In other words, and I had to depend upon the word of God depend upon knowing that God knew what I needed and whatever was going on was going to work because I decided to put him first. And I hope today that you decide to put him first. I hope that you understand that that's all it is, putting God first and being able to trust him that he cares about what you care about. And the title of this message is going to be so powerful. It's time to stop running. I'm just, I'm meant to tell somebody today who's running from God, running from their assignment, running from their destiny, the place that God wants them to be at because God has a purpose to use their life. But right now, they just don't want to do it. Not because they don't know God is good, that God is love, that God is great. It's because they know all these things. But they're just not ready to surrender to God, to give God. They're all in his circumstances. And I hope today, that uh, whoever this person that I'm talking to, him, her, that you will feel this message because I believe it's meant for everybody because I know what it is to run from God and not want to do what God wants you to do when God is calling you to do something, to talk about him, to share his love and compassion to the world, to let people know that he cares about them. The enemy don't want you to do that. He don't want you to talk about the goodness of God. He don't want you to testify, shout that God is good. But today I'm shouting that God is good. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what the enemy is doing to you. I don't know what he's doing to you financially. I don't know what he's doing to your health. But guess what? The Bible says he's a liar and he's the father of lies. Remember, everything that you see can change. Everything that you see can change. So if you're looking at your situation and think it can't change, the devil is a lie. Your situation can change for the better. 
You just got to know that whatever is on your heart, man, is on God's heart, man. But the enemy don't want you to know that your situation can change. He doesn't want you to know that God loves you, that he sent his son on the cross so that you can have a way of life. And we're going we're gonna to dive into this Jonah because Jonah, you know, Jonah, he has a mission from God. And you say, man, I would love to be in Jonah's place. I wish God would call me and tell me, go ahead and Danny, I want you to go tell so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. But do I, you know, but this is the thing. A lot of times when God asks you to do something, it's going to be a hard thing. And the thing what made it hard for Jonah is that we just don't talk about it. Jonah's going to Nivea. He's going to talk to his enemies about his God, that his God wants to spare them. Now, could you imagine? I just want you to really think about this. I'm going to take a moment to think about this. God sends you to your enemy, the very person that you know who despises you, who's done all kind of wicked and evil things to you that's unbearable. And God said, I want you to go tell him that, or tell her, I need you to change your ways. I need you to repent. Oh, we, we get into this repent thing, you know. Repenting, I'm talking about true repentance. And I just want to share this with you. You know, a lot of times, you know, the, you got to understand to repent is meaning to, to make a change and, and stick to that change. You know, it don't mean, you know, sometimes you make a 360 degree change, you know. You want to you want you want to do one. You don't want to go back. In other words, three hundred sixty degrees. You're gonna end up in the same spot. So what you want to do, you know, when you really truly repent to God, it means that you're not gonna pick it up no more. You're not gonna do that thing that you did a year ago or two days ago. You're gonna make in your heart, man, that I'm just gonna surrender to God. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm not gonna worry about my finances. I'm not gonna worry about my health. I'm not gonna worry about my relationship relationship situation. I'm not going to worry about my job situation. I don't, I'm not going to worry about how I'm going to eat. I'm just going to trust God because God says that he loves me enough and he cares enough about me to deliver me. Who wants God to be their deliverer? I want God to deliver me. I want God to deliver me from my circumstances. Deliver me from myself. Do you know the, the most harmful person in your life this is, this, this, is, this is going to amaze you. I want you to just grab your mirror. Look into the mirror. The most harmful person to you is yourself. If you ask me, Danny, what destroyed the things in your life that you cherish the most? I'm going to look in the mirror. I'm going to say, man, it was me. It wasn't the devil. It wasn't another person. But it was me. See, I can admit that today. That my biggest enemy has been me. And that's a struggle. In other words, that's not something to be proud of. But I just want to be truthful and honest with you. In other words, the biggest enemy in my life is me. It ain't the person that I call myself uh, talking to. It ain't the people that love me. It's going to be me. And I want you to understand that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And God loves you. He has a purpose. He has a destiny. He has a plan for your life. Do not give up on God. And if he asks you to do something,
take the challenge. You know, we have all these challenges you see on YouTube. You see uh, people post them on Facebook. They got them on Instagram. You know, the 30-day challenge. Like, I had a 30-day challenge. Read Matthew chapter 6. Seek God and his kingdom and all the things to be added unto you. We have these challenges. But if God presents a challenge to you, take the step necessary to make it happen. Don't be afraid. Stop running. What are you running from? Don't run. But like I said, we look in, look in this, this Jonah situation. I don't want you to run from, from, from God. I want, you, I want you to take the step. Because when God asks you something, it's, ne it's never going to be something easy. It's not going to be that thing that you think it should be. It's going to be something so challenging, something so moving. And I just want to share that with you today. I feel so good today. Because God had me be silent. I had to be silent to understand what God wanted me to say today. Stop running. To whoever I'm saying that to, stop running. Let God have his work in your life. Let God be glorified. Let God be magnified. Let God be exalted above your circumstances. And see what he will do. I'm so excited today. I'm talking about, you know, uh, it's been a struggle. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes it's a struggle. And we got to admit to it that those are struggles and things that we wrestle with. We wish things was better, wish things were different. Sometimes, you know, we have to just say, okay, well, God, this is the way you got me. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be thankful in all things. I'm going to look to you. I'm going to look to you. I'm going to put my eyes on you. I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you even when it hurts, God. I'm going to believe in you, God, even when I don't know what to do. I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you. That's what I'm saying to myself. And I want to encourage you today. Don't run. Because this is what Jonah did. Jonah ran. Jonah like, man, I got to get out of here. I can't stand in this place. I can't do it, God. You're asking too much of me. And sometimes God will ask too much of you. And I, I want you to understand, but when he asks you that, because he knows that you need him to fulfill what he wants you to do. He wants to use you. Hallelujah. You see, you got to know how to praise God in the midst of anything that you're going through. I'm talking about if you are sick right now, if you're thinking about the, the light bill, the gas bill, the mortgage, the car note, the insurance, thinking about how I'm going to feed my babies, how I'm going to make it. Just trust God. That's all I got to say. And whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. God loves you. God loves you. I'm here to tell you. Because that's what God wants me to tell you. Don't run. Stand in the midst of your adversities and know that God is working. This is what God has been speaking to me. And I've been wrestling with God. And I heard God speak to me today, Holy Spirit. Said, I got some things for you to do. And I said, okay, God, what do you want me to do? This is the thing that he want me to do. He want me to tell someone today, stop. Don't be like Jonah, because Jonah going to fulfill it. I'm talking about understand. God has a purpose and a destiny in your life. I don't care what the people say about you. I don't care what you think about your past. I don't care if you don't believe that you're good enough. No one's not good enough to be used by God. That's what you got to know. It's by his mercy and his grace that we're able to do anything for God. 
Don't get caught up into yourself, your emotions, your feelings, because they're going to confuse you. They're going to make you make a decision that you shouldn't make. Trust in the word of God and trust God. Yeah, I know, I know you upset Danny. Danny tripping today. No, no, Danny not tripping today. Danny just want to let, know, let the people know that y'all don't need to be running. Y'all need to be standing affirmed in the word of God, regardless of how bad it looks, regardless of how dark it is inside the house with the lights on. Have you ever been in a house and had the lights on and you've been in darkness? I have. I know what it is to be in darkness. With no way out, don't know what's going to happen. I know what it is to hurt. I know what pain is. Don't feel good. But I know how to trust God in the midst of that. I know how to exalt his name when I need to exalt his name. I know how to lift him up when I'm alone. Have you ever been alone and you just, and you just was wrestling and you was just struggling and you didn't know what to do? That's me. I'm excited. I'm excited. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. God loves you. He loves you. That's what I'm here to tell you. Don't think that you're alone. I don't care if it's just you in the house. I don't care if it's just you and the lights. I don't care if it's just you and the TV, but you're not alone. You're surrounded by the goodness and the glory of God. Let's, let's get started. Let's, let's look at uh, chapter one because I can get to talking and I get to talking and talking and talking. Before you know it, I've been ran out of time. I want to tell you that I miss you. I have been seeking God. God has been seeking me. Not me seeking God, but God has been seeking me. Hallelujah. I just want to, just, just, I just want to tell you all that. I want to let you know that, you know, if you need prayer, you know, send your prayer requests. I want to just ask God to bless you. Ask God to, to let this word penetrate somebody's heart and change their mind today. Let it go across the world, God. Let it be used. But before we get started in Jonah, let's pray because we need to pray. Oh, precious Father, I just thank you for the day, Father. I just pray for your people, Father, because we're in a difficult time. We're in this COVID situation. We're in an election situation. It's eight days away. People don't know what to do. We don't know who's going to be our next leader. We don't know what's going on. But, Father, but we're trusting you. We're believing in you, Father. I pray, Father, that everybody who listens to this podcast, Father, that it would edify them, that it would bless them, Father, that it would turn them to you, that they would seek you, Father. I pray, Father, for the lost, Father. I pray for the people who don't know you, Father. I pray for the ones who think they know you but don't know you. I pray, Father, they get an instant revelation of who you are. In the love and the magnitude that you have for them, God, I pray that they just stop running, Father, and they just surrender to you, Father, and say, let me stand. Let me stand by you, God. Let me stand by you in the midst of my darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope that y'all encouraged because I know whatever's on my heart and mind. I know God got it on his heart and mind. I know whatever problem I got, that God is going to work it out for my good. I know that God loves me in spite of everything that could be going on in my life. I can lose it all, but I'm going to praise God. Now let's get into this thing with Jonah. Ha, hallelujah. And this is what I want to say to you. Let's look at chapter one. It says, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of uh, and Timothy, go to the great city of Nivea and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and hid it for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa 
where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Did you hear that? My man Jonah said, hey, God, I'm gone. I can't, I just can't do it, God. I know you're talking to me. I know it's you, God. I know you want me to do this, but God is just too big for me to do it. I just don't want to do it. But you know what he did? He, he went and he paid and he said, I can get away from God. But I want you to know, the biggest thing I want you to know today is you can't get away from God. You may think that you can get away from God, but you can't run far enough. There's no place that you can hide. There's nothing that you can do that God doesn't see. Remember, you have the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of you. Even though you might be in sin and you might think that it's okay to do what you're doing, but understand this, God is right there with you while you're doing it. That's something really awesome to think about. You know, when you're caught up in the midst of your circumstance and situation, God is there to deliver you. The Holy Spirit is there to deliver you and to bring you out, to take you out of the bondage that you are in. All you got to do is just trust him. But Jonah just said, hey, God, you asked me to go to my enemy. You asked me to say some stuff to these people. They ain't worthy to be saved. See, what Jonah did, Jonah made a decision that who should be saved. That's where he went wrong. He wanted justice his way. Lean not to your own understanding. Knowledge of God and all his ways, and he shall direct your path. Hey, I know you heard that I'm talking about. How many times you heard your mother said, your Sunday school teacher said, the pastor said, hey, don't lean to your own understanding. Acknowledge God and all his ways, and he would direct you, direct your path. He would set you on the right course. That's what God would do. But Jonah, he said, man, I just can't do it, God. I, I, I refuse to do it. Man, I'm getting away from him. I'm going to leave God. I'm not, going to, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to flee from God. Do not run from God. You can't run. You can't hide. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go because God is fully in control. So I just want to say to whoever I'm talking to, stop running. Do not run. Stop running. See the salvation of the Lord in your life. You can't get away from God. You know, you can't mess up and you can't mess up God's plan. God is going to fulfill what he said he's going to fulfill in your life because he's God. He doesn't need no help. He just needs you to trust him. Trust him today. Don't run. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. God loves you. God cares for you. God has a destiny and a plan and purpose for you. I don't care what the people say. I don't care if the people think bad of you. I don't care because you felt that your past is hindering you. That doesn't matter to God. God never calls to qualify. He qualifies to call in people's lives. God would bring you up. The whole purpose of the disciples was to show that God wasn't looking for some people with degrees and educated people to do his will. That God was showing that he can raise people up to do his bidding for him because of the love and compassion that he had for them. God came down to earth himself to teach these 12 what to do and how to ignite the world for him. He didn't go to Harvard. He didn't go to Yale. He didn't go to these places to do those things. He went to people that would depend upon him. People who wouldn't, who, 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 didn't, who didn't have the, the great name and the great wealth I'm talking about. He chose one guy. He was a tax collector. Do you know what to be a tax collector? And to be, to, be a, to, to, to be a Jewish person, be a tax collector, he was despised because guess what? He worked for the enemy against his people. He was robbing his people 
He was letting other people take advantage of his people. But guess what God saw? God saw his heart, just like he sees your heart. So whatever someone is trying to say something negative about you, forget that stuff. Don't let that stuff have any weight or any bearing in your life because it doesn't have weight. God has a purpose. He has a destiny. He has a plan. He has a purpose for you. I want you to see this in this story of Jonah. Now, Jonah's only four chapters, but guess what? This might be a series. I don't know how God is going to lead me with this because, you know, when you begin to talk about Jonah and, and how he ran from God and how God manifested himself to him, how God led him to do all these wonderful things in the name of the Lord. So as we go on a little further, I just want to tell me, you know, he said, man, Danny really, really pumped up. You know, and, and the trip that I think about that, I only was at verse three. We about to go into verse four. I tell you, I hadn't even got into the, to the, the, the crunch and the, the butter. And the, I didn't get into that, but let's get to verse four. And this is what it says. But we're going to start at verse three. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and hid it for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Verse 4, then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, such a violent storm. I just want to tell you, I'm reading from the NIV too, so I just pumped up right now. I just wanted you to know. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid. Each cried out to his own God. And they threw cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But you see what happened? People begin to pray when trouble comes. <laughs> People begin to pray when trouble comes. So they begin to pray to their God. Do you know what God is doing right now? He's about to get his name known. He's about to let them know, these people on that boat, that there's only one God. See, Jonah didn't even realize what him going on the boat was going to stir people to turn from their false gods. See, he got it. See, 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 Jonah didn't see the big picture. He didn't see what God was doing. He didn't see the work of God. He only saw himself. So that's why he ran. Don't run from God because the, the picture is bigger than what you think it is. I just want to share that with someone today. The picture is bigger than what you think it is. And so they, they people began to pray through this. They're trying to do anything to calm the storm down, this great wind. And we see that it was God who, see, this is how you know God is in control. It says that God, that the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, such a violent storm rose from the ship and threatened to break it up. You thinking, you think God can't get your attention? You think God can't get your attention? You think God can't wake you up? He can wake you up. And that's what he did. He's waking these people up to know that he's God, that he's God alone, that there is no other God but him. But he's the only God because he's going to use Jonah to be a testimony. So this is going to be a series. But the first part, the first is going to be Jonah, stop running. <laughs> Jonah, stop running. God want to use you. And God is using him on this ship. See, he thought that he was going to buy, he going to find his ship, he going to pay his fare. I'm getting away from God. He going to use me. But he didn't know that even on the ship, God was going to use him to change lives. 
God want to use you to change somebody's lives today. He want to use you to bring a word to someone, but you got to let God have his work in you. Because Jonah, Jonah running, Jonah like, I'm getting away from God, man. God, God ain't going to have me bound up, got me messed up in this stuff. I'm not going to let God do this to me. But he didn't know that God wanted to use him. This is the things that I wrestle with in my mind all the time. When God is speaking to him, God said, be silent. You know, I want to talk about uh, Solomon's prayer when he dedicated the temple because God has put so many things inside of me that I need to share with the world. So I just want to share this with you. In other words, and so this is, and so, and so this is what happened. I'm going to show you. When you trust God, I'm going to show you about trusting God. Seek ye the kingdom of God's right and all things be added unto you. This is how you know that Jonah know that there's a God. But it said, but Jonah had gone below the deck where he laid down and fell into a deep sleep. Who that remind you of? Remember when Jesus was on the boat and the storm came and everybody freaking out? Ah, 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 ah. This is what everybody's doing around Jonah right now. They're freaking out. Ah. But guess what Jonah's doing? Jonah's asleep. He's asleep because guess what? He understands who his God is. I want you to understand that God is in control of the storm in your life. God is in control of the storms that are in your life. Woo, if you can get this, you, I'm talking about, you know, you might feel the pain, you might feel shock and shake and rattled inside, but God is in control of the storms in your life. And it's what it says, again, let's go back to this because uh, I want you to see this. This is, this is, this is, but Jonah had gone below deck where he laid down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Man, don't you know all trouble is breaking out on the ship? Man, what's wrong with you, man? How you going to sleep and everybody around here scared? And this is what Jonah, Jonah, now Jonah, Jonah got to confess something. He got to confess the truth to these people. He got to tell these people the truth because these people are getting upset. These people... These people don't understand, man. Hey, man, hey, all of us up here scared, man. We throwing our stuff into the sea, man. We don't know, man. Hey, hey, we don't know what's going on, man. What's going on with you, man? Why you're not afraid? Let me tell you something. When you know who God is, you know what you can do? This is a testimony moment for Jonah. Jonah didn't realize when he bought that ticket to get on the ship that he was going to be a testimony to God. Just like who is running from God right now, whether it's on your heart, man, it's on God's heart, man. He loves you. I love you. I want you to understand this. But they don't understand that. They don't understand how he can be sleeping in such a turbulent time and all the stuff is going on around him. Man, how can Jonah be sleeping? How can, how can he sleep? How can he sleep? <laughs> oh, wow. And it says that he was in a deep sleep. This man. This man, this man was, he was snoring, he was, he, was, he was doing his thing, that he had confidence in God. I want you to have confidence in God too. Stop running. Don't worry about the thing, what's going on. Don't worry about those things that God's going to take care of. And, and I, I'm sent to share this word with you. Let's check this out. We're going to go a little bit further. Then in, in verse 6, the captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up. Call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us and we will not perish. You hear what that man said? The captain said, man, get up and call on your God. You see, we're all crying to our God, man. What's up with you? Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you, do you understand like this? 
what happened is this is what's going on. Somebody on that boat needed to know who God, who, who God really was. I want you to understand that. On this ship that Jonah's trying to flee away, some people need to know that God, who God really was. And he's going to use Jonah as Jonah's running away. Run, I'm running down the street. But he's going to use Jonah while he's running to let them know that he is God and he's God alone. You got to get excited just to even know that, that God cared enough about these people on this ship to let them know that he was God. We ain't, even, we, we ain't even talking about the people, the people in Nivea. We talking about the, just the people on the boat. God wanted them to know that he was God. Because they all were crying out to their God. Whew. You should get excited when you hear this type of stuff. Because let me tell you something. God is moving in that. He's moving in the earth right now. Even with COVID, he's moving in the earth. He's moving. Don't think God, don't think that this COVID thing that God can't snap his hand and clap his hand and, and the thing will be over with. God can do anything. And this is what he's showing us in Jonah chapter 1. We ain't time, like I said, this is only four chapters. And I thought this is going to be a series about Jonah. This man is being used on the ship. And then we go to verse 7. Then the sellers said to each other, come let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity that cast this lot and this lot fell on Jonah. Because you know what? They trying to figure out, hey, we all crying now. We praying to our God. Man, you sleep. Man, you, hey, you got something on you. But what they was recognizing, what you may not realize it, they was recognizing the Holy Spirit, the, the power of God around him. Because guess what? They were scared of him. They were scared of Squam. Now they were scared of him. You know what they They were trying to figure out, hey, man, who is this man? What do he have that he can be at such a great peace and such comfort in the midst of a storm of trial and tribulation in your life? That's what I'm trying to let you know. Whatever trial and tribulation in your life, that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind, and he's in the storm with you. I hope that you see where I'm going. I want you, this is for someone who's running. They're in the midst of a storm in their life, and they don't, you know, they don't see God. They think that God's not working, but God is working in the midst of the storm. I want you to be encouraged today. I want you to know this. And they said that lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, tell us, who is responsible for making all these, this trouble for us? What do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? Hey, hey, they want to know everything, man. Hey, we can get ahead. They, they trying to figure this out, man. Man, if you got the power to have a storm rise up, you have, a, you have the power to get us to pray because God wants you to get someone to pray. You got to understand, I want you to see all these things that I see that God's been dealing with. That, you know, he wants he want to get, get you to get some people to pray and believe in him. That's the whole message of this story. Stop running. Whoever you are, stop running. Stop running. Because you can't escape what God want to do for you in your life. And let me, let me tell you something. This is, this, is, this is the testimony about God. This is what Jonah's going to give God the glory. Hallelujah. This, was, this is when Jonah's about to give God the glory aboard the ship. In front of all of them. All of them got their attention on him. All these people in awe. They want to know what's going on. And this is what he said. He answered, I'm a Hebrew. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, 
who made the sea and the land. This terrified them, and they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. He said, this is what he said, hey, the God y'all praying to, but the God I'm praying to, he made the sea and the land. Bingo! Power God's been, 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 been testified to the masses. It's God who created the sea and the land. And right now, God is getting the glory because guess what? We're talking about him, that he created the sea and the land. So whoever's listening to this right now, stop running because God created the sea and the land. You can't, in other words, you, can, you can't run from on the water. You can't run from on the land. You can't run away from God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want y'all to be excited. And it said in verse 10, this terrified them. And they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should we do to make the sea calm down for us? You see what they're saying? they saying, man, you know who this God is, man. You know how to talk to him, man. What can we do? What can we do? What can we do to calm this storm down? These people perplexed. They don't know what to do. And they're asking them, just think, because he knew who God was. This is, you know, I want you to understand this about your testimony and your ability to speak to people and share the word of God with people. You have the ability to tell somebody who God is. You have the ability to change people's lives. You have, people to, you have the ability to make peace, people follow the Lord Jesus Christ. You have the ability to make people cry out to him. You have the ability to, to, this is what God has birthed inside of you. You may not, you may think that you're insignificant. You may think that because so-and-so thinks badly of you that you can't be used by God, but the devil is a lie. And I want you to understand this great things God has in store for those that love him and trust him. And so, <laughs> I'm talking about now, I'm, a, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm telling you, this is, this, is, this, this is a testimony to Jonah and his faith because he gives them an answer. It wouldn't be the answer that I might would give, but Jonah gives them an answer to solve their problem. <laughs> and this is what he says. Pick me up, throw me into the sea, he replied, and it would become calm. I know this is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Instead, the men did their best to roll back to the land, but they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. And then they cried to the Lord, Oh, Lord, please do not let us die. For take this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man. For you, O oh Lord, have done as you please. See, God got his name known, didn't he? Who you think these boys are going to cry out to the next time they get in trouble? The God of the Hebrews, right? They know that he's the real God. Whatever else they were talking to wasn't working. Wasn't working. But when they called on the name of the Lord, then you call the name of Jesus. Expect some. Jesus, Jesus right in the New Testament, he said, hey, if you ask anything in my name, it would be done. You know what I'm telling you? That's a, you know, that's a declaration. Do you know what that means? 
If you actually didn't think of my name, it should be done. And if, just think if we really took that by faith and really believed that if we asked the things in Jesus' name that they would come. But somewhere along the line, the enemy came in and snatched that thing from us because when we begin to pray, we begin to pray, but we pray we like that, man, let me get my fingers crossed. But Jesus makes a declaration in John. You ask anything in my name, it should be done for you. I'm going to leave that alone. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic by itself. And so after the men got through crying, and this is what they did. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard, and the rage of the sea grew calm. And the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered sacrifices to the Lord and made vows to him. But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Well, we're going to stop right there because I tell you, this is going to be a serious because this is, some, this, is, this is some stuff right here. As you see, when they tossed Jonah over, the seas calm. But did you see what God did? God rescued them, but he also rescued Jonah. God doing multiple things. I want you to see the multiple powers of God. I want you to see the multiple things that God is doing. That the multiple things that God is doing for them, the multiple things that he's doing for Jonah. In other words, the sea calm for them. He provides a great fish for Jonah, and Jonah's inside the fish for three days. In other words, it's like this. When they tossed Jonah over, boy, God had already provided an incubator for him. He provided a covering for him. He provided a shelter for him. I want to say if this show has really been a blessing to you, I want to say thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the You're Not Alone podcast show. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. I want to say thank you. And we'll be talking about part two about this Jonah situation. Stop running. I love you. And I'll be talking to you later. May God bless you. May God continue to watch over you and your family. In Jesus' name, amen.